Welcome to the Healerology Podcast. This is a show about healing, healers, and methods to dissolve emotional, physical, and spiritual challenges. I'm your host, Dominic, a student of life, a sharer of knowledge, and a guide to achieving inner peace. The goal of this show is to teach you how to become your own healer, discover and connect to the power inside of you, and live your best life. So, let's get to healing. So on today's podcast, I'm here with Haley Gill. She's an integrative health practitioner and is my custom. I really like to let the different guests on my podcast introduce themselves, knowing that I would probably not do it near as justice as they would. So Haley, would you please introduce yourself? Yes. Thanks, Dominic. So as Dominic mentioned, I am an integrative health practitioner. Um, I am also an energy healer, uh, mind, body, spirit practitioner, and emotion code and body code practitioner. So covering all mind, body, spirit aspects to healing. And I work with clients really with all different types of health conditions or ailments. Um, And I would say my niche is really the chronic illness space. So like physical chronic illness. Okay. Wow, that's 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 amazing. I mean, you know, some people are definitely like more on like see the the emotional uh, yeah. illness or the mental illness, and you're very much like no, let let me go for for the physical illness. Yes, yep, and the reason that well, the reason that I include all of them, I started out very much in the physical healing piece, um, and I just saw that you know, the body is not separate. Mind, body, spirit is definitely one. So when trying to just target one of those areas, you typically, you know, don't get as good of results as if you start incorporating all of them. So I would see, and I saw this in my own journey too, where people are making progress on physical healing protocols, but it's not to the extent that we should be seeing. And they're, you know, getting through physical root causes, but then they're still having these lingering symptoms. And I realized that that was the underlying emotional piece, trauma piece um, that needed to be addressed in order to really fully heal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's, let's define like uh, a few terms, you know, particularly for people that may not be uh, yeah, familiar with this. So you've gotten, uh, you've, you listed a few, say emotion code, uh, MBSR for mind, body, spirit release. And, you know, I think uh, at least one other, would you please define these terms and, and not, not for people that are familiar with it, but for people that are like, yeah. I don't know what these things are. Yeah. Okay. So mind, body, spirit release is a technique where what we do is we would create an intention for how you want to feel. So think of it as a future statement about yourself. So for example, it could be something along the lines of like, I am now at all times and on all levels with grace and ease, the healthiest I've ever been mentally and physically. So that is how you want to feel. And then what I am doing is I am using energy testing to find what are the emotion blocks, um, past events, uh, miscellaneous blocks, limiting beliefs that are holding you back from fully feeling that intention. Um, So it's all going to go back to energy testing in order to actually find those blocks. And then same with doing the release. Okay. And, you know, I guess what I can add to this picture is just, um, uh, or, or let me try, try to add. So are you seeing clients face-to-face or are you seeing them at a distance? It's, it's distance. Yeah. So it's all Zoom calls. Okay. All right. So, you know, there's, there's this thing we hear about, you know, uh, energy healing, uh, you know, 
quantum field, you know, distance and time exactly. being not relevant. Yeah. But what what does that actually mean? Because a lot of people going to receive help from someone, particularly, you know, for like physical symptoms, you know, the, the assumption might be, well, wait, you know, we have to be face to face. You know, I, I have to show you the thing, you know, you have to like, Absolutely. examine me. So like, how, how is this working at a distance? Absolutely. Yeah. So some people will go and they will do muscle testing in person. So the standard practice for that is you would see somebody, they would essentially like extend their arm out to the side and then the practitioner would be pushing the arm down. And the way that that would work is you introduce a stimulus to the body. So typically speaking, people are going to have energetically charged vials and that can be for root cause. It can be for supplements and the body it's like attracts like. So if the body has it in it, it will attract to that. And so the way that it works with the muscle testing in person is if you put a stimulus to the body, so it's this energetically charged vial, um, and you push down on the arm, if it was like a root cause vial, the arm would go weak. And then if you put something that would be a solution to that vial, the arm would go, would be strong. And so what that goes back to is going to be the fact that it actually weakens the field. So a root cause weakens the field, which then causes the muscle to go weak. So that's what the in-person testing looks like. And if you think about it, it really still is energy testing. It's just using the person's arm um, to get that response um, from the subconscious. And so with doing it uh, virtually, I'm just using my own muscle as a proxy to get the response from that person's subconscious. So it comes down to the intention that I'm testing for this person. Okay. And the intention, and I imagine, you know, at the beginning, you're you're also, there's some type of connecting of of your energy field to to their energy field. Yes. Um, So everyone has a different way of doing it. I actually don't specifically ask to connect to their energy field. I know that in some, um, there are certain courses or um, ways like modalities of healing where people do do that. I personally don't do that just in just to protect my own energy, um, but I'm connecting through God to that person. Um, so the intention is always there that I'm testing for that person, but I'm not asking specifically to like connect to their energy field. Okay. All right. And so we'll, we'll go a little bit t- deeper in this one before maybe we touch on like the, the, the other one. So yeah. you, you're uh, testing, um, and it's essentially, you know, muscle testing, you're, you're figuring out, you know, which, which ones ring true. And then I guess you, you'll, you'll come across like a, an, an emotion or is it, or is it like a, a, a belief that is actually at the bottom? It's the root that essentially like it's the seed that is creating this, this physical problem. Yeah, exactly. So the way that a clearing will look, and it's going to be different for every single person, but I usually fill up about two um, computer-sized pieces of paper, front and back. So there is a lot of information. It's not just going to be, you know, here's a few emotions that are blocking you. So we go very in-depth, and I also will correlate. So say that we're looking at limiting beliefs. I won't just tell them the limiting beliefs. I will then see what emotions correlate with those limiting beliefs. So same with events. If we're looking at a past event that has come up that needs to be cleared from the body, it's going to be, okay, what limiting beliefs were derived from this event? What emotions were derived from this event? What body systems were affected? Were hormones and neurotransmitters affected? Um, Are there root causes involved? 
in terms of like physical root causes. So let's say Lyme or mold or parasites, um, because some of these root causes also do hold um, emotions. So there's a lot that goes into the testing other than just saying like, here's one emotion that shows up for you that needs to be cleared from your body. Um, and it's usually, there's usually a fair amount of emotions, especially if somebody is new to it. The, I think the more that you do it, typically the less it shows up for you. Um, but it's, it's a very comprehensive approach and I like to see how everything fits together too. Okay. How long does a uh, one session last? A one hour. Okay. And, uh, is it like one and done? And then the person is like, okay, like I'm, I'm healed, I'm cleared. Or, do, or is there a requirement say for multiple sessions? Yep. Yep. So I always tell people it's very similar to if you're going to therapy. So you're going to see results after every session, but personal development is an ongoing um, practice. And so it's not necessarily something that you just, you know, one and done and then, okay, all of your past emotional trauma and stored and trapped emotions are gone. Um, you will see progress after every session. And what that looks like for each person is very different depending on what physical symptoms that they came in with. I will say that I have seen people that, you know, drastic reduction in anxiety after one session, drastic reduction in bloating after one session. So it, it very much depends, but the more that you do it, um, the more benefit that you're going to see from it, because we don't just touch on the physical aspect of healing. Um, we can go into relationships, um, monetary career. So there's a lot of different um, aspects of life that are going to be affected by these past events and traumas and emotions and limiting beliefs. It's not just going to be the physical piece. So it also depends on what you're looking to work on and the severity of how much past trauma that person has or how much emotions are affecting their health will also depend on how many sessions that I would recommend. And the way that I recommend in terms of timing is everybody has a processing time, like almost a detox period after we do a clearing. And that looks very different for different people. Some people are ready for another clearing in one week and some people are ready for another clearing in six weeks. So there's a pretty large gap there. I would say the average person, it's about once a month. Mm, okay. All right. So, you know, there's, you mentioned this phrase like self-development mm. and you mentioned like career and finances made me think, you know, there's, there's, multiple paths for self-development, you know, self-development could be going to the gym on a regular basis or doing like, say like a, a juice cleanse or, you know, drinking more water, you know, depending on, on like where a person is at. You know, I think some of the ways of self-development that people are familiar with, you know, there's, there's Tony Robbins. So they'll like go to a Tony Robbins event, which has lots of people. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure he must touch on like some aspects of like physical health um, but I know he spends like a lot of time, say, on on mindset uh, for people. And so, you know, afterwards, you'll hear people being like, oh, I, I feel I feel very capable. I feel very confident. You know, I can I can do this next thing. You know, I can I can have a great relationship. I can leave the relationship I'm in. I can like I can start my business. You know, I can ask for the raise like that that type of thing. Um, how do you view your work, say, in in relation to that? Is it like, uh, say, just completely different path? Or is it, say, supportive, complementary between that type of self-development and what you do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think mindset is extremely important. Mindset is, it's everything. At the same time, I will say that you can have the most positive mindset. And 
your conscious mind can just be absolutely on point. But if the subconscious mind, which is actually 95% of what controls our um, daily actions, is has all of these trapped limiting beliefs, then that is what's going to be driving the results that you actually see in your outside world and what you see showing up in your outside world. So as much as I do think mindset is very, very important, I do think that working on the subconscious is even more important. So it's kind of like, it's like, uh, there's like a cleaning and a a deep cleaning or it's maybe like Mm. you you could, I'm not, I'm not sure if I want to the best analogies, but you know, there's, there's like washing a car and then there's like detailing it, including like, you know, detailing the engine, you know? So like you get a fully washed car, but you know, you could open up the hood and you could see this musty, dusty, like old engine. Um, that maybe even needs like an oil change as all these things are not necessarily seen, but are mm. in many ways could be the most important, important part of the overall like functioning of the system. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I'll use myself as an example. I think I've, I've always been someone that had a very positive mindset and I suppressed a lot of past trauma and emotions that I didn't even realize that I had suppressed. And from those, I had a lot of limiting beliefs and just, you know, old emotions that didn't serve me, that my subconscious mind was almost thinking exact opposite of what my conscious mind was. And I see this in clearings all the time. You know, I work with chronic illness clients and I can't tell you how many people I'm doing clearings for them and a limiting belief of, I do not want to be healthy. Of course, you consciously think the exact opposite of that, but we have to look at you know, where was this derived from? What is this? A, like, is there some fear that your body thinks that it is actually protecting you from by keeping you unhealthy? And so that's where we get into the subconscious work, because you can think you want to be healthy all that you want. But if you have this limiting belief in the subconscious, it is blocking you from achieving full health. Mm. You know, could you expand a bit on on trauma? Because I, I I also yeah. want our, our listeners to know, because I think when people hear trauma, a lot of people go, oh, well, not me. Yes. You know, like like yes. no, no one, no one physically <laughs> hit me. No one sexually exactly. abused me. I didn't get hit by a car. You know, my, uh, I love both my parents. They were perfect. So mm-hmm. no, no trauma here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yet, you know, there's, 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 there's a chronic ailment present. And, you know, I feel that, you know, the body, it's, it's, it's always just telling you stuff. If, if you're, if you're sitting around, you're feeling calm and peaceful and relaxed and without pain, your, your, your body's telling you something. And if you're sitting around and, you know, you have chronic back pain, uh, you know, you, you have like psoriasis or other skin conditions or like migraines or stuff like that, then your body's telling you something. And I think it's important to just look at it from a, a neutral place, like don't judge either state. It's just like saying, okay, I'm, I'm getting information. I'm getting that data. So, you know, on this, on this aspect of trauma, cause I, I know a lot of people, they kind of check out, like leave the room when they hear it. Could you expand on like what people should be thinking? Like when they hear like trauma, particularly as it, as it, it may and probably does relate to themselves. Yeah. Yep. And I will just start by saying that everybody has trauma. And I was absolutely somebody that thought I had no trauma either. And it took me five years into healing chronic illness to realize that my past trauma was what was holding me back from fully healing. And trauma doesn't have to look like these big things like you just mentioned. It can be smaller things like it can be something where your friends didn't include you and you felt rejected. It can go back to 
childhood. Um, at two years old, your mom left on a vacation and you felt abandoned. It can be things that small that then continue to show up in your life throughout the rest of your life. Um, a lot of it does have to do with relationships. Um, people find themselves attracting the same type of person that, and they don't want to attract that type of person and they consciously know that, but subconsciously it goes back to some type of wound that they had from childhood. So it can be things that don't look like, you know, you can call them big T traumas, major traumas. It can be the little ones that still do show up and affect um, other areas of your life. And then it's also the emotions that are stored from those traumas and then that continue to show up. So something that I see very commonly with chronic illness is pretty much everything comes back to love, lack of love in some way. Either I don't accept love, I can't accept love, I don't want to love, um, I don't trust men or women, whatever it might be. And those come from some type of trauma. And that is what I see as the underlying root cause of chronic illness. It, it always comes back to love. And we all have, you know, at some point in our life felt lack of love. And that's really what we have to dive into is what are those events? And, you know, it can also be towards yourself. It can be your own lack of self-love. And that comes back to um, almost like trauma that you have with yourself, with having too high of expectations for yourself or um, feeling unworthy, um, feeling not whole. Those are all things that show up. Um, and we all, we all have that for sure. Mm, yeah. Now, I, I really like how you, you use love and it comes down to, to love. Um, and I also like equate it to kind of like love, I mean, a good way for people to think of it, it's like a, like, it's like a really good organic vegetable <laughs> that, that, that your, your, your body like really needs. And so, you know, you know, love we're, we're, it's, it's the basic nutrient that we all need when we're, we're growing up, you know, it's like more fundamental than anything else. And typically what we're getting is something that, that is not love. And that, that is what fuels us are maybe another way to look at we're getting love let's say with some impurity and so like that impurity is just like going into us and that's like part of like the fuel system and you know it's some talking fuel and i mentioned car earlier you know you can have like really great gas or you can have gas with a bunch of like you know impurities in it and that's going to kind of like really affect the system of uh, or the running of the car until those impurities come out so um i think it's it's so so important and you know i always like to expand on what love is for for people and maybe you can even, even add to this because you know you can say i love my dog you know i love pizza you know I, I i love going on vacation but i think you know the love we're talking about you know it, it's really touches on things such as like you know acceptance uh, uh, approval appreciation mm -hmm. and compassion you know having all these things really at a hundred percent at all times for yourself that that typically correlates like to, to the top level of health. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love how you said like having the, that for yourself at 100% because I do think it comes back to that unconditional love for yourself because so many of us can think like, yeah, I have that unconditional love for, for myself, but you have it when you think that you look the best and that you're achieving these great things in life and um, that you're living in the place you want to, you have the friends that you want to, you know, it's like this love where I love myself because I love how I'm doing so well in all of these areas. But what if you weren't, would you still have that same love for yourself? 
So I'd, let's let's hear a bit more about like your own healing journey. You know, briefly, you kind of touched on this concept of like the wounded healer, and you know, just to share with the audience is that you know a lot of times you find people in the healing profession, you know, even traditional, say like doctors, you know, they're they're in that profession because they had to sort a lot of things out for themselves. You know, there was a point where they were dramatically unhealthy. And the only reason that they're able to offer their skills and expertise at such a high level is because they had to go that deep in order to, to figure things out. So can you share about your journey? Because you, you, you didn't come into this world saying, hey, you know, I'm going to be doing mind, body, spirit release. I'm going to be doing emotion code. Uh, you know, the way some people say, like, I'm going to be an astronaut. Like, how did you evolve to this point? Oh, yes. My journey was messy. It was really messy. Um, I was in the depth of chronic illness for several years. And like many of my clients, I had no idea what the root cause was and nobody else did either. Um, It really started out, I was actually competing nationally um, in bikini competitions. So I was a bodybuilder and, you know, someone that was working out twice a day, deadlifting three times my body weight. Um, you know, just this little beast in the gym. And I've pretty much went from that to bedridden seemingly overnight. Yes, I did have some symptoms for about a year leading up to it that I kind of brushed off, pushed through. Um, If I am anything, it is determined. So I won't let little symptoms hold me back and I'll just push them to the side. And yeah, it just, it all caught up to me. And I, I mean, there were days that I physically was unable to walk. Um, It was that bad. And I couldn't really pinpoint what was going on. It started off with gut issues. So extreme, extreme bloating, chronic fatigue, um, very just like disoriented, a lot of brain fog, um, kind of just like not even knowing where I was at times, like almost incapacitated. And I can remember there was a time that my parents actually had to drive down to the city. I was living in downtown Chicago one evening to pick me up because um, I tried walking to, there was a Jewel Osco one block from my building and I physically couldn't walk one block. And the reason that I was going there was because at the time I thought it was a blood sugar issue because I noticed that anytime that I ate carbohydrates that it really affected me, like extreme brain fog, fatigue, um, this feeling of being almost drunk. And so I tried getting to the Jewel because I thought it was a blood sugar issue and I wanted the pharmacist to check my blood sugar, but I, I physically like could not get there. And it was, I mean, I couldn't see what was around me. I was completely disoriented. Um, and long story short, what happened, I, I had a massive um, candida overgrowth caused by mold And what happens when these, um, when candida lets off these byproducts, which are toxins, um, so like acetaldehyde, ammonia, these actually do, like, it is the same as alcohol, the toxin of alcohol being let out. And so what it was, was basically almost like alcohol poisoning in a sense. And all these toxins were just causing all this brain fog and disorientation. So fast forward a couple of years, and I'm still dealing with all this. I've gone to countless functional medicine doctors. And at the time, the only thing, the only diagnoses, quote unquote, that I got were SIBO, leaky gut, candida. Um, There was no talk of mold. 
um, or any other root causes. So I'm going through all these gut protocols. I'm still extremely ill, bloated like I'm six months pregnant every single day, um, pretty much allergic to every single food. Um, there was a year and a half time period where I ate only meat. So very strict carnivore, absolutely nothing else in my diet because I couldn't tolerate it. And it turns out that I still did not have any answers, no root cause answers, Um, continuous gut protocols, no improvement. So finally, that's when I on my own got into energy testing. And it was a total God moment the way that I found it. I saw a girl on Instagram doing what I do now. And she like seemingly she was not qualified to be doing that. She was younger than me. She didn't have, you know, these big letters behind her name. She wasn't a doctor, um, just, you know, some type of integrative health practitioner. And it wasn't even a question in my mind that that was what was going to heal me. Like it was just an immediate, this is it. And I started going down that path and I never looked back. And once I started learning how to energy test, I discovered that I had mold toxicity, parasites, Lyme and co-infections. So Bartonella, Babesia, Mycoplasma. Um, I had all of the gut dysbiosis, Clostridium difficile, SIBO, leaky gut, um, and metals, pesticides. So just, I mean, the whole gamut of root causes. And so it wasn't until I started really working through those in the proper order of operations with the proper supplement protocols that I started healing. And from the time that I started doing that until the end, it was about nine months to get through all of my root causes. And then that brought me to a place where I was feeling really good on a daily basis. I was no longer struggling with like the chronic fatigue, a brain fog, bloating, um, some of those main symptoms that I had previously experienced every single day. And, but I still had some of these like lingering symptoms, like inflammation and weight gain were two huge things for me where I had previously never struggled with those, you know, before. And, yeah. and if, if, if I could pause you, just maybe so I can get some clarity on it. So you, you had all these things in you, candida, mold, you know, many other things you mentioned, parasites. So is this, is this because you were like living this on unhealthy on, on lifestyle. Like you, you, at some point you, 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 you ate moldy bread or you're drinking juice with like mercury and lead in yeah. it or, yeah. or, or like, or like what was the reason that like these things yeah. were, were in you? Yeah. So um, I was living in mold for several years. So that is going to be a huge contributor to, why I had all of these issues. So what happens when you are living in mold, there are two sides to the immune system. There's TH1 and TH2. You need these to be balanced in order to have a fully functioning immune system. What mold does is it suppresses both sides. So now you have a suppressed immune system, which opens the body up to all of these other infections. You can get Lyme disease from a mosquito. We are all exposed to Lyme bacteria. It is an issue when you have an immune system that cannot handle it. So after living in mold with a suppressed immune system, I was then exposed to Lyme and co-infections. From there, I think infections just took over. Um, A lot of what I listed is not a root cause. So what I will say is root causes come down to Lyme and co-infections. The co-infections are going to look like things like Bartonella, Babesia, Ehrlichia, Mycoplasma, brucella, Rocky Mountain spotted fever. So there's a whole bunch of co-infections. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be that mold slash fungus 
and then parasites, toxins like glyphosate, herbicides, and then heavy metals. And I think that covers everything. So those are going to be the main root causes. Okay. Everything else is a symptom of root cause. Yeah. All right. And so if we can pick up, because I did interrupt you. So you were saying like about nine months, you cleared most of the stuff. And then you said, okay, well, there's there were still some things. You mentioned chronic inflammation and other stuff. So if you could continue on from there, please. Yeah. Yep. So then I still had some of those lingering symptoms. And I realized that there was a big emotion piece that was left. How did I realize this? Because I can energy test and I didn't have any physical root causes. So then I started asking the body, well, what's the issue if it's not a physical root cause? Emotions, past trauma, limiting beliefs. So that was what I was getting. So then I started down the course of learning mind, body, spirit release, which we talked about, um, and emotion and body code, which we can dive into um, later if you want to, but th they're going to be similar to mind, body, spirit release. And I started working on those pieces. And, you know, I had other practitioners that do energy testing as well that I double checked this with. And I, I wouldn't tell them anything about me and just what do I need to focus on? And it was, you know, uh, the weight loss resistance and inflammation is 100 percent emotional. And I just got that confirmation from other practitioners, too. And so that's why then I started diving into this piece. And I realized that the underlying trauma and emotions is actually, in a sense, a, a driver of the chronic illness in the first place. Hmm. So what do you think would have happened if you'd approached it, say, the, the other way, instead of working, say, on these, like, um, like co-infections? Co you know, what if you the first piece somehow is just, like, directly right into the emotions? Yeah. So I think once these physical root causes have already manifested in the body, I do think you have to approach from a physical standpoint too. I don't, I don't really see people clearing molds and Lyme and co-infections just with the emotional work. I think once it's there, a physical protocol is definitely needed. I actually see that with some people doing the emotional work is too much at first. They won't even test for it. And the ones that will do it too early while they're still dealing with a lot of physical root causes will actually have a lot of detox reactions. Um, it's crazy, but just the clearing, I see it every single day. Um, people have detox reactions anywhere from 24 hours to I've seen three weeks. Um, and that's because that's how much the body is processing on emotions. When you say they have detox reactions, it's kind of like from, from emotional clearing, they're having sure. physical reactions yep. to that that are similar to like a body like detoxing yep oh wow. yeah i'll see um i mean physical down to the point of you know stomach pain just curled up in a ball from stomach pain just from an emotional clearing there's no supplements involved no diet change happens right after the emotion clearing um very very common yep extreme fatigue anxiety but i will say that you know these things are short term it's usually just going to be the next day for people Everyone's different. I've seen it last longer, but it's also one of those things that you have to work through it. So there's, there's no way around it rather than just going through. And it's the same thing with the supplement protocol. You're going to experience detox symptoms at some point. It's yeah. not fun, but you know, it leads you to the other side. Yeah. So if, if someone wanted like a gentle path or gentler, mm. perhaps if you, ha if you have physical symptoms, definitely try to address those. And then, you know, after your body's gotten like stronger, you're feeling better, you, you've got yeah. less, less inflammation, then go even deeper 
and go exactly. to like what was like even underlying that, let's say with the, the emotions and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I'll, I'll test for clients too. If it's someone that's coming to me um, and they're, and I'm not working with them on physical, say they're working with another practitioner and they have a lot of physical root causes, I'll test before the session and just say, is it in this person's highest and best good to an emotion clearing right now? Can they handle it on top of their protocol or do they need to wait? And I tell people all the time, you, you need to wait a few months, do a, do a little bit more physical work and then come back. Okay. All right. Do in your work, do you, um, do, uh, anything with, with supplements for your clients or. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. And- so supplements are really going to be at the foundation of my physical protocols. However, the way that I use supplements is very different than a lot of practitioners. So I like to even consider it more of a detoxification supplement than a supplement. Why is that? Because I don't believe in supplementing deficiencies. I believe in detoxing the root cause that is causing the deficiency. And I am very, very passionate about this because I see clients every single day that have been to so many practitioners and they've been on you know, protocols that are, let's add in this adrenal support. Let's add in this thyroid support. Let's add in some B vitamins. Okay. That's great, but they don't make any progress. And the reason they don't make any progress is because there are underlying infections that are the reason to why the adrenals aren't working, why the hormones are low, why the thyroid is low. So you can supplement these things all day long. You could do this for years. The person will not improve. We need to remove the infection. So that's really like what my focus is there. And that's why my clients see results after spending years focusing on treating these symptoms. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Okay. So we talked a bit about, about your journey and, you know, I want to bring like, you know, additional further clarity. So, you know, let's, let's do like a case study. You know, mm. so, you know, one of your, your clients, but, you know, he or she came to you with and, you know, what, what presented and mm. what was their journey through and what, what was their, their outcome? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll use someone that kind of has all of the root causes to give a good example of someone who's really, really struggling with health. Um, so she came to me with similar symptoms to what I had. So she had a lot of chronic fatigue, weight gain bloating, um, a lot of also mental health symptoms like anxiety, depression, difficulty concentrating, brain fog, really a whole list of symptoms. A lot of people that I work with have, you know, 40 plus symptoms. That is not uncommon at all. And so with her, I would work through it like I would any other client. And that would be start off with testing the body and figuring out all of the root causes. So what I would do is I would go through my test kit And I would figure out everything that is, you know, energetically resonating with the body and that's showing up so that I have an idea for a full picture. When I do it, I also like to scale it. So I'll test. So say someone shows up for Lyme disease, I will ask the body on a scale of one to 10, what's the severity. And I do that for everything because I need to know, you know, if something's a one versus a 10, that's completely different um, in terms of understanding the priorities of the body. Then I will test for what the body is ready to address at this time. For most people, it's going to be a drainage protocol because the first step usually is going to be opening up the drainage pathways, which is going to be colon at the bottom, then liver bile ducts, and then lymphatic system, and then glymphatic system. And without opening up the drainage, 
if you start detoxing and using these antimicrobials and herbals to kill off bacteria, then it's going to recirculate in the body because it has no way to leave if the drainage funnel is backed up. So that is what I started with with her because her drainage funnel was backed up. So we did a lot of drainage support. Once we went through a full drainage protocol, we moved on to parasites. And this client was someone who was really sensitive. So again, this is where energy testing is very, very important because I dose my clients. I have clients that take one fourth of a cap of one supplement and that is all that they can handle. I have other clients that are on, you know, five supplements, six to seven capsules a day. So it's, it's a completely different situation for everybody. And when you're dealing with chronic illness and these people have multiple root causes, you have to be so specific to their body because it, it's such a stress on the body, all of these root causes that you can't just go in and start trying to like aimlessly kill things and guessing on dosing, guessing on supplements. And that's why I'm so passionate about the energy testing. So we then did a parasite protocol and we worked on parasites for about one month before moving on. So then we went from parasites to um, mold and metals. And that took a little bit longer because she's again sensitive. So we went lower dosing. So that was probably another two months. And we did drainage support during both of these protocols too. So mold and metals was next. And then after mold and metals, we started working on Lyme and co-infections. At that point, we started doing a little bit of emotional work too. Um, not often, but maybe about once per month. So now we're on Lyme and co-infections. I addressed one co-infection at the beginning, then we would move to another or like do two at a time. She had a few co-infections. Um, and then from there, it was mostly emotional work and kind of like gut cleanup. So just going back and cleaning up some of the candida and bacteria that was left over. And then also throughout that, we also addressed glyphosate and other toxins. So glyphosate is a huge one that I see causing gut issues. Um, and with this client, she had been sick since childhood. Um, so she had a lot just kind of built up in her system. And it was, it was definitely a process. I would say I was probably with her, I think it was about nine months to a year at this point, and I'm still working with her. Um, but she went from, you know, being completely like debilitated to now feeling good on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And she lost like 30 pounds in, I think it was five weeks um, before wow. we had even addressed Lyme and co-infections. It was just after doing parasites, opening drainage and starting a little bit on mold and metals. So a lot of people that I will see, um, and I think this is really important to say because there are so many women out there struggling with weight loss resistance. And they'll see people saying like, oh, you just need to eat less and exercise more. And I cannot tell you, I mean, I have clients that are hardly eating and they're gaining weight mm -hmm. and they're taking in a couple hundred calories a day because, because they come to me with these gut issues that are so severe that they can't even eat and they're gaining weight, like rapidly gaining weight. So it's not a calories in calories out issue. It's a toxicity issue. And that's when you see people like really make major strides and it's emotions too. But yeah, that would be, that would be an example that I see, unfortunately, more common than not is multiple root causes like that. Mm. You know, I, I've heard from another healing modality, you know, the premise being that, you know, based on say different beliefs that you have, which of course are running around the subconscious, you're not aware of them. You are more say susceptible to say certain things such as like 
certain infections, certain molds, mm-hmm. certain parasites, viruses, bacteria. Um, you know, let's think of extreme case. So you said you were living in mold for like a few years. So, you know, what would be the case with someone who says, not says, but, you know, he or she has like, you know, just a rock solid, you know, emotional core as, as already worked through beliefs and everything else. Let's say they get exposure to something that, you know, parasitical, say like, you know, the, the mold or whatever. Would Are they going to pick up anything or does their kind of emotional stance kind of create yeah. a, a, a barrier that kind of just keeps the two from actually just yeah. joining and causing issues? Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good question because I do think a lot of it comes down to our energy body. And so everyone has an energy body. And so any um, emotions, trapped emotions, trauma, these are going to affect the energy field and how strong the energy field is. And the more um, you have, like, say you have an energy energy field deficiency, the more deficient the field is, the more it's going to allow in these outside infections. So like you said, if someone has a very strong energy field, they don't, they've worked through their past trauma. They're not, they don't have a bunch of trapped emotions. Then I think that the body is resilient. I really do. Um, and so they don't have a lot lower in the immune system and our bodies are made to be resilient and to fight, um, some of these foreign things like parasites and mold. And, um, if, if the field is strong, then I, I don't think it affects people like it does for others. And that's why I think that the emotional trauma and the underlying feel feelings of lack of love do play a huge role in this. And two with, I see families where, you know, the wife is my client and she's so sick living in mold and the rest of the family is like asymptomatic, you know, they don't have, maybe they have a little issue here and there, but for the most part, they don't have any issues. And so I think that does go back to, um, you know, what's causing the susceptibility of, you know, allowing these things in, in the first place. Gotcha. I'm going to talk through this. I'm getting a, a, a leaf blower outside my window right now. I'm not sure if it's coming through on your side. Um, okay. So that, um, that to me, that brings up a really interesting uh, part because I know like a lot of people will, they'll not necessarily think of the motion, emotional piece or they won't know to be aware of the emotional piece in their healing. Um, and it's, it's good to know that, you know, one can say that build not only health, but resiliency, you know, at all times, you know, by working through their, their belief uh, side of things. You, you said something that, that caught my interest earlier. You said sometimes like, well, you, you typically are not going to go for the emotional clearing at the very beginning, but you said some people are not willing to. What did you mean by that state? Definitely. Yeah. I think some people aren't willing to dive into their past trauma and emotions yet. And I also think it goes back to just like not being ready to physically also, because um, even diving into that, it, it is a stress on the body in a sense, like releasing all of that like I was saying, there are physical detox reactions. So sometimes with those ultra sensitive clients where, you know, they have all of the root causes, they can hardly handle a supplement. Um, Sometimes when they do MBSR clearings, they just have these huge detox reactions. And when I test their body, they're just not ready to dive into it. And, you know, part of that is a willingness on their end and a recognition that, they do have this past trauma that needs to be worked work through and that they're ready to and willing to do that. Okay. Gotcha. You know, you know, in talking to you, you know, I'm, I'm picking up on like, you know, 
uh, thoroughness, uh, method, process. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, I would very much associate, uh, you know, if, with, with a, do- a doctor or like a specialist, you know, I went through after like, you know, many years of, of schooling. So, you know, you mentioned you were like, you know, uh, a competitive, like, uh, 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 something for the body. I'm not sure if you were figure or fitness. Or, yeah. Like bikini bodybuilding. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, of course is a lot of rigor, you know, and it's like watching the diet and it's, it's, it's looking at the, um, you know, number of workouts, you know, the, the macros, the micros, that, that type of stuff. What, what do you think it is about you just at the core that, that whatever you do, like the same thing is going to show up, which is like rigor, discipline, thoroughness process. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was just born at the core, a very determined person and also very dedicated um, and competitive, to be honest. And I think I think it's just like the core of who I am, where when I feel called to something, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. And, you know, with this dedication and determination and a lot of that too, with what I'm doing now, it, you know, a lot of it too, is also just leaning into God's calling on my life and what I feel that my true purpose and calling is on this earth. And I think when you find that you have even more of this determination because you're in alignment with your sole purpose and that alone will drive you. Um, and I think there's this aspect too, of like really leaning in for guidance. You know, a lot of, a lot of how I got to where I am today, it it wasn't even me being like, Oh, I'm going to go seek out how to energy test. And I'm going to go seek out how to do this. It was very much guided every single aspect of my journey, you know, even from the time that I got sick, because I would never be here where I am today if God didn't specifically put me on that path. And I truly believe that, you know, a lot of our struggles are um, to grow us and develop us into this person that God called us to be so that we can then use our story and our gifts to serve others. And that's truly how I believe that I got to be where I am today and doing what I am today. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's interesting. You know, I, I work with clients in a very different way that that you do, but, you know, a lot of times, you know, past struggles will come up. And so frequently I'll I'll ask them, I said, well, based on where you are now, would would you like to have like never experienced that struggle? Like we could like wave a magic wand and like you, you would, you would never have experienced what you experienced. Like, would you want it to go away? And sometimes there's like a small pause and sometimes there's like no pause, but you know, everyone I've asked that question to, they said, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that, that struggle is precisely like why I'm the person who I really enjoy being like right now. Um, so, you know, really love your comment that, yeah, you know, a a lot of times, maybe all the time, (laughs) the struggle that, that you're receiving that that's actually the gift that you're, you're receiving. Um, and of course, maybe in the moment, super hard to perceive, Yeah. super hard to make that interpretation, but also, you know, you mentioned that, you know, we have like, you know, an energy body as well. You know, we have like, kind of like our, our subconscious, our conscious, we have this higher self and then we have soul and maybe there's other gradations, but you know, at the top, there's like God consciousness level mm-hmm. and, you know, 
if we were able to look at everything with say God consciousness level, we would never look at what we're going through as like a problem mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. an unfortunate circumstance. We would just look at it as being very purposeful and very meaningful for, for our development at that point in time. And, yeah. and it's just, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm seeing the picture of your journey as you're, you're talking about it. You know, you, you were able to take all those things and essentially over time, you know, keep seeing it for this higher purpose, higher purpose. And, and I love when you said, you know, you came across that Instagram person and says, wait, she's too young. <laughs> she mm-hmm. seems like she wouldn't have enough experience, but you like intuitively knew you said like this, this is it, you know, like you, know, you being, being guided to that. Um, so maybe do you have anything to add say about what you notice, say just in the, the consciousness level of your clients over time working with them? Yeah. Yeah. So I test level of consciousness prior to a clearing and after a clearing. So it always increases to some extent um, after the clearing. And then I also do see, you know, if I was tracking it over a period of time, say I worked with this client for six months, we did six clearings, we did one clearing per month. I do see it increase, steadily increase throughout those six months. Mm -hmm. And I will also note that I do see the lower, the level of consciousness, typically the more health struggles. Mm, yeah. 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 I, I do. I do share with my clients. Most of what I'm doing, I just, I'd say like everything we're doing, is like to increase consciousness <laughs> and, and, and I'll, I'll tell them like, you know, you, you, the goal is to get to level of consciousness where it's impossible for you to, to actually perceive that you have a problem, you know? I, yeah. So, um, do you see their lives change in other ways, many ways they don't expect, say like, you know, a relationship ends or a relationship starts or like, you know, their, their, their best friend suddenly disappears or, um, you know, they, they, they get a new job, they get fired, you know, do, do you, they share any of these type of things with you? Yeah. Yeah. And typically I see, you know, an overall improvement just in relationships, whether it be family, friends, romantic, um, I see a lot of my clients actually start have started taking some type of health certification because they want to help others too. So it's it jumpstarts different careers. I have a lot of people that are unhappy or were unhappy in a career and they come to me because they want to do something different. So we're clearing a lot of blocks to really just to career, to success, to money. Um, and I see improvement in those aspects too. So yeah, definitely. It's, you know, it doesn't just show up in physical health. It's, it's really all aspects of life. Okay, great. Is there, um, you know, anything that you would want to share, uh, say, just with the world in general? Because, you know, whoever's going to hear this, some people may reach out and like say, oh, I'm going to start working with Haley and other people will listen and they won't take any action at all. Um, so, you know, is there anything that you would say just in general you'd want people to like focus on? Like it was like top one, one or two things in, in their life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so first I would say just taking the time to truly dive in and doing the internal healing work because your outer world is going to be a reflection of your inner world. So whether that look like working on releasing emotions, working through past trauma, um, all of the just internal healing work, working on the subconscious, but also in addition to that, I know 
a huge part of my life is going to be my relationship with God and Jesus Christ. So I think really being able to dive into my faith and realize that I am already whole because the creator of the universe made me um, whole and perfect in his image. I think even being able to find like worthiness in that, in knowing that you were perfectly created as you are and that you don't have to earn it. The love is not something that you need to, you know, do perform perfectly in this area of life in order to be loved. It's nothing that needs to be earned. So I think it comes down to those, those two different aspects. It's one, taking that time to heal internally, because I do think there's action on your end with uh, doing that emotional and past trauma work. And then two, also realizing that like who you are was already created perfect in God's image and really being able to find healing in that aspect and um, allow God to just heal you through the word or through worship music or whatever it might be. Um, and that's something that's really helped me is I've really had to combine both of those aspects for my own healing journey. So whatever it is that you believe in, I think really being able to dive into, um, into both areas of the faith aspect, um, whether it be God or whatever your belief is, mine is Jesus Christ. And then also um, just that internal healing work that needs to be done, I think also on your own. Gotcha. Okay. And, um, you know, finally, how can people reach you? Yes. So you can connect with me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Haley Gill Wellness. So it's H-A-I-L-E-Y Gill, G-I-L-L Wellness. Yeah. And that's where I post most of my content and you can always message me or there's a link to apply for coaching as well in my bio. All right. Fantastic. Well, Haley, thank you so much today for sharing all of this. I mean, it's been really fascinating hearing about these different pathways to, to healing from you and like you sharing about your own journey and your own client work. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Healerology Podcast. I greatly appreciate your time and presence. Please make sure you're subscribed to this show. Until next time. Stay healthy and go within.